Tony, I'm sure you know, as well as, of course, all the listeners, that we don't have sponsored advertising on this podcast. But I want to know if you are familiar with the clothing brand Mack Weldon that is often advertised on many podcasts that I listen to. I know that it's underwear, right? In terms of brand awareness, I'm not quite as familiar with them as I am me undies, which is uh, what I rock. Oh, gosh, I just said that on a podcast. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> We're covering all our bases here. <laughs> I, I like the double entendre of covering our bases. There you go. I have been uh, I've been rocking some Mack Weldon's for a few years. And uh, in addition, I mean, underwear is kind of their, their flagship thing, but they have a lot of other clothes as well. And they have this uh, this fabric called the warm knit, which is like a, a knit uh, synthetic. Very, it, It's warm, but not too warm. And I ordered a few pieces of the warm knit recently. And one of them was this this long underwear. And I decided today I needed to try it on to make sure it was a good fit. And I'm normally a pretty warm person. I normally tend to run a little warm. But today, I put on this long underwear and it's it's cold. We're recording this Tuesday night the 17th. The temperature is dropping tonight. And I just left this long underwear on today. I put on my pants and I've been rocking it all day. And I feel so cozy. It's just wonderful. I'm so pleased. And I'm just thinking, you know, we're we're heading into the cold months. And it's real important to be rocking some super cozy garments so that we can feel good. And we're going to make it through these long, dark months that I know are causing a lot of people some some down times, some maybe some bad thoughts. And this is just one of those little ways that I'm trying to to push all that away and and just bring some light in and and some warmth. And there you go. That's what I got. Paul, I'm going to see your cozy story and raise you a cozy story. Let's do it. Okay, so when I was a dog walker for for like a year and a half, during those two winters, I picked up the wire cutter's recommendation for the term is base layer. Right, right. And I I would wear this garment straight for like four days at a time. <laughs> And it just kept me so warm and it made me like believe in life again, that life could be all right. Like it had that profound an impact of like keeping you warm and what that could do for your emotional state. So I really identify with the cozy talk. Yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, not sponsored by any brands, but, you know, pick your brand, go get yourself some real cozy gear and uh, hunker down for winter. The the ending to my story was that I wore through two pairs of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were putting them to the test. You were, you know, out there in the elements with the canines, keeping everybody happy. It's not easy work. Yeah, but uh, they had me covered and made me believe in the power of cozy. <laughs> there you go. And we got DC Music covered this week. Who's up first? First, it's Bailey Avenue. Here on Hometown Sounds. The song rules.
Hey, welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Tony Pareco. I'm Paul Vodra. And that was Bailey Avenue with a track called Auditory Love Affair. Bailey Avenue is the music of Sasha H. from Silver Spring, who emailed us to have her music considered for the show. Well, guess what? Consider it on the show. Consider it considered. This is a track from Bailey Avenue's new four-song EP entitled Tied Down, Tied Up, which she released in the middle of last month. It's $4 on Bandcamp, and you can stream it on other major streaming platforms. In addition to being behind every instrument on the album, Sasha also handled everything related to the EP's mixing and mastering. And on this subject, in a Facebook post, she wrote, I want to say thank you to YouTube for the mixing lessons and Cloud Bounce for the mastering. It all sounds great. So way to go on learning new things and being a lifelong learner. And man, you can learn anything on YouTube. I had no idea that you could learn how to mix on YouTube, but it makes total sense. What else did we learn about Bailey Avenue, Paul? Well, in another fun Facebook post, she shared that the first time she ever performed an original song was at her cousin's wedding back in 2017. Instead of a maid of honor speech, she wrote a song which she played on the ukulele. Love the story through and through. Lady making great music. Gosh, wasn't that a pleasant way to start the show? Some some beautiful, just like crisp pop music. Like what else you want? It's great. For real, for real. So what's going on with you, Paul? Oh, man. Well, it's been about a month since we uh, talked and and checked in for our listeners. Which I got to say, I think that first loose listening party went pretty great. I think so as well. Uh, It helps to have a really great guest to kick things off. And uh, yeah, everything went fantastic with that. And we definitely want to know how you, uh, the listeners, felt about it. If you liked it, if you want to see more people featured on it. And we hope to continue that streak going into 2021. But you know, uh, I looked at my like calendar for the last month or so to see like, what the heck have I been doing? And <laughs> not much, but I did go on a hike. Uh, I decided to take a day off of work in the middle of the week. You took the hump out of the hump day. Pretty much. Yeah. So I went up to Sugarloaf Mountain, with my girlfriend, uh, toward the end of October and had a real nice like you know, five or six mile hike. Uh, took a few hours, went up, went down, and uh, saw some really beautiful views. And it was just great to be out in nature and burning a bunch of calories and getting some, you know, fresh air and some fall foliage. Uh, highly recommended to do some hikes. There's so many great hikes around the area, even if you want to just go to Rock Creek Park uh, or if you want to, you know, really take a day and go all the way out to Skyline Drive out in the Shenandoah. Man, there's just, there's, this is the time of year for it. It's beautiful. Oh God. I want a hiking bro so bad. Yes. I want someone who will just be like, yo, you want to do this? (laughs) I'm for it. But I, I, I am a great follower. I want to do the thing, but I just, I just need someone to guide me to the thing. There you go. That makes total sense. Well, when we're all good to hang out again, come on some hikes. Cool. I'm for it. There you go. So the other thing was, of course, my Halloween DJ usual party that went virtual this year. How did it go? You know, I switched over to the Twitch platform and I think everything went really well, actually. I got a bunch of of people checking in, some people I knew and some people I did not know. There was a nice little chat room feature that worked great. I didn't have any dropouts and um, I played two hours of, of really fun mashups. 
And, you know, it really warmed my heart to be able to, to do a little bit of what I usually do for the Halloween event. And uh, Twitch also did a fantastic job of archiving. So I think it's still up there that you can go to twitch.tv slash hometown sounds, or you can download the Twitch app and follow hometown sounds. And that will be up there. And I'm thinking about also just, you know, going live with, uh, with some DC music, just doing some, some live DJing with that whenever it feels right. And those will be archived as well. And uh, I, I highly recommend it. It seems like a lot of the uh, DJs and also uh, musicians are moving over to that platform because it seems to offer the least amount of BS with just uh, streaming the stuff to your fans. Paul, I want to circle back quickly to your mashups for your Halloween gig. Could you name two of them and what were the what were the songs mashed up? Oh my gosh, let's see here. I got an entire album of mashups that were all using the song September by Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh my gosh, really? My quick interjection is that my boss's aunt was a co-writer of that song. Oh man. Well, this I maybe this uh, person needs to hear this entire album cuz it just it was really fun. It was really hard to pick one that I really love, but the one I picked was by a mashup artist named Studa Beats and this song was called Jackie Chan in September, which was Earth Wind and Fire mashed up with uh, Tiesto, uh, Prem and Post Malone. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on there. Let's see what else. Uh, there was also one. It was by William Morancy, and, and the the song was called "Closer" by Nine Inch Nails. But it's Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. How do you mash that up? <laughs> Got to hear it, man. It just it's it's really funny. It just cracks me up every time I think about it. So, Tony, what's been going on with you recently? Okay, so I have three micro stories that are all related to where I live. All right. And they're actually all visual. So what's going to happen is that I am going to be sending you photos through Facebook Messenger as I tell the story. So uh, we're going to get you live just like hearing about these three little tiny stories. All right, then. Okay, Paul, are you ready to get started? I'm ready. Okay, so first is that one day about two-ish weeks ago, I was in the sort of courtyard area outside my apartment building. There's kind of like a green area. You might call it like a quad, something like like a, like a tiny quad, you know, like you'd see at college. Yeah. And there's this family that lives in one of the buildings, and they, they hang out and do cute and cool family stuff, sports and things. And I was walking down the stairs and I saw I saw a little structure and it seemed to be made of fabric and I wasn't quite sure what it was. So I thought to myself, I've got to see what's going on here. And it turned out that it was the smallest tent I've ever seen. Oh, so I'm going to send you a photo now, Paul. Oh, yeah. It's almost it's almost like teepee style. It's like a teepee of a teepee. It's so tiny. I just sent you another one. So I had to walk over there while this family was hanging out and then stand in front of the tent and then pretend to text. <laughs> yep. Yep. While I took photos. And what was also doubly precious is that the, the two children in the family, they're right behind me playing badminton. Oh, wow. So uh, it was just 
such a scene from such an idyllic childhood. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, Paul, are you ready for, for, for micro story number two? Lay it on me. Okay, micro story number two is that I noticed this a few months ago, but along the perimeter of one of my adjacent apartment buildings, someone has constructed what looks like to be the archetypal doghouse. (laughs) And I'm going to send you a picture of it right now. Oh, yeah. And it looks exactly like you think a doghouse would look. And I, I think actually like where I where I put together my conceptualization my conceptualization of what a doghouse looks like I think of Snoopy laying on top of his doghouse exactly so I wanted to dig in and see what else was going on with this with this doghouse which I was kind of like are you allowed to do that <laughs> but uh so I went and approached the doghouse and what's really crazy is that it's kind of set up like kind of sweet and there's some styrofoam for the dog to like hang out on and a uh, a water bowl and also like a place for the dog to burrow and there's also another piece of wood in the background that has an american flag on it i don't know why but a friend of mine saw this and and observed that this may be actually for stray cats because you'll see this hollowed out piece of styrofoam and that sounds more like the cave-like instinct of a cat rather than a dog right so kind of a little bit of a mystery like who's doing what here for who (laughs) (laughs) but just something interesting going around in my apartment complex and uh micro story number three is that uh this past father's day i bought my dad a pressure washer yeah, those things are so satisfying. We're going to get to the satisfying part. Uh, but I don't know how it came up, but he and I were just talking. And I was like, it'd be cool if I could use the pressure washer on my patio. And so he came over last weekend and uh, we ran a hose from a spigot out at the front of my building, down the hall, through my apartment, and hooked up the pressure washer and pressure washed my patio. Yes. So I'm going to send you a picture now, Paul, of what it looked like before. Yeah, Gunji. And I did not think my patio was especially dirty. I just thought that that's how it looked. But we pressure washed it. And now, Paul, here's a picture of what it looked like after. Paul, tell the viewers what you see. Oh, my gosh. It's like a, it's like a beautiful stone, like a sort of a tan stone color. It's a completely different color. <laughs> yep. So, you know, just fun, interesting things happening in my place while I just hang the hell out. Yeah, you got to make your place cozy, man. Keeping it cozy. Why don't we keep the show going, Paul? Who's next on this week's podcast? Next up is No One. It's all about time, realize I done gave it This body of work came from dedication Every day's a fight and we flexing at the weigh-in Step inside the ring and get your whole face caved in So now the world will take notice 30 days remain to get the money that you owe us uh, And once we get old, we gon' still maintain 
We came up through basic yeah. training. Uh. I see you trying to figure out how we still continue to cook up a style that ain't even on the menu. Hi, but don't stress. I send the recipe on the first steps. Upon your purchase, you find it ain't a secret. How I rise to the surface. Call me the cream, like Eric Clapton moving on the strings. Busting swerves, dolo on the mid Atlantic seas. Pumping trees down by gallery on the red. Man, I do this on the reg, ducking and dodging the feds. Finally near the edge of prominence. I put my time in this, that's more than obvious. So when it's time for reward, rest assured it won't be counterfeit. Uh, strictly bona fide, my grind is motorized. Buy things I wish to reach before I die. It's more than rhyme, it's a bond scene with a golden eye. If you hold the same vision, let our power combine. If it's all about time, realize I done gave it. This body of work came from dedication. Every day's a fight, and we flexing at the weigh-in. Step inside the ring and get your whole face caved in. So now the world will take notice. 30 days remain to get the money that you owe us. Uh, and once we get on, we gon' still maintain. We came up through basic training. Broke me off, haha, yo lost, I'm back Rolling with my squad, course never changing Direction to the paper, off that path I'm never swaying, you say amen When I'm aiming, these bullet train flows Quickly slay competitors, cookie ass Niggas sweeter than some vitamins, used to be A freshman, ten plus years, just made me A fresh veteran, you at the bottom like Some sediments, I'm floating on the top Like a pelican, riding away Getting wiser with age, so like Larry Page, keep searching, robbing Never tie like merchants, mindful in the Grass lays the serpent, so when I egg Exit snakeskin boots is expected. Respected in circles throughout the metro. But never let the praise gas me up like petrol. Moving off the fumes. Just another awesome trip. It's all about time. Realize I done gave it. This body of work came from dedication. Every day's a fight and we flexing at the weigh-in. Step inside the ring and get your whole face caved in. So now the world will take notice. 30 days remain to get the money that you owe us. Uh, and once we get on, we gon' still maintain. We came up through basic training. Stop and slow it down. All right, let's try it. That song was called Basic Training by No One, and that is spelled K-N-O and then the number one. It's from No One's new album, Tripping, which came out on the 11th of this month. No One is Bernard from Tacoma Park. And he he indicates on his Bandcamp profile that No One is a shortening of the name King Nard Osiris, O-C-Y-R-E-S-S. So take it that way you will. The album Tripping, it is a name-your-own-price download on No One's Bandcamp. You can hear it on other major streaming platforms, too. So I went through some serious reflection and self-discovery when listening to this very good new 10-song release from No One. And what it was was that I am very often, when picking tracks for this show, self-conscious about my ability to speak competently about hip-hop. So... There was this record that I, I knew I liked from No One, and it took some some thinking, but I figured out what it was that helped me like really grew so hard on this record. The songs on this record, Tripping, they generally consist of of like a hip hop 
version of like a power trio arrangement in rock music that's guitar bass and drums and probably some kind of vocal on these songs the arrangement is generally bass drums and some kind of keyboard or keyboard sample i think that often hip-hop is kind of a maximalist genre that has lots of sounds and samples and and instruments that that can kind of overwhelm a less experienced listener like me and the arrangements on no one's record were like listening to a small rock band that was playing verse chorus songs and that's a format of music i'm well acquainted with so this album's more sparse production was something that helped me connect with the tracks on this record and i hope that you'll check it out too nice very very cool man good job picking that one thanks thanks we should keep our show going paul who's next on this week's podcast paul Next up is Staffers. that song so much there is quite a lot to love in that song that song was of course called fuck the brixton by staffers we hope you enjoyed this one star yelp review disguised as a country punk song (laughs) staffers play the songs of ryan mckeever the brixton was a uk themed bar on u street that was part of the bar and nightlife empire owned and operated by brothers eric and ian hilton 
I myself didn't have any negative feelings towards the Brixton, but I did read in a September Washington City Paper article that Washingtonians loved to hate the Brixton with its three deep lines to score a beer on the rooftop. I got to say, I went to the Brixton, I mean, maybe maybe twice, you know, not that much. I was not a fan of that bar, but I will say that often I would go to the 930 Club, which is right up the street from the Brixton, right there at Florida and you. And oftentimes I would see a show at the 930 Club and it'd be great. It'd be a full evening for me. I would get in my car and I'd drive home and I'd drive past the Brixton and I'd see that line around the block to get into the bar and I would just shake my head and go, it's 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 time. You don't have to wait in the line to go to the bar that's just a bar. There's not really all that great anything there. There's tons of other bars. Go to another bar. Don't wait in line for a bar. That's crazy. Go to a bar with another theme like Nelly's. Exactly. So after six months of trying to operate during the pandemic, Eric and Ian were forced to close not only the Brixton, but six other establishments with their last day being Halloween. So staffers, you won. Uh, This track, Fuck the Brixton, is from Stafford's new album, In the Pigeonhole, which came out in October. I have lots and lots of great things to say about this album, In the the Pigeonhole. It's a really fun blend of brash lo-fi with elements of country that grabbed my attention and is a rewarding listen from start to finish. I picked this song because I think it's a great representation of the punk country dynamic on the album and a good entry point to the record. So if you're into lo-fi, if you're into indie rock, just give this album a go. It's uh, It kind of reminds me of Titus Andronicus's The Monitor, that album, which is also kind of a blending of country and traditional music with indie rock. And it's really great. And Staffers, thanks for making an album that's definitely one of my top five from DC artists this year. The album was released on Ever slash Never Records. You can buy it for $5 on their Bandcamp, and you can also get the album on cassette, also for $5. Which to me sounds like kind of a deal in comparison to cassette prices that we normally see. Agree, Paul? I, I totally agree. I think that's a that's an absolute bargain, must buy. So of course, this song is making me think of Burn Down the Brixton by the classic Jack on Fire that we have featured on this podcast in the past. And that that song, I feel like, is more talking about about it in general culturally yeah and i like that this song is very specific very much about the customer service yeah well and about this particular songwriter's uh, misadventures at the bar and i think that those specific things i don't think that the songwriter made those things up i think those things really happened (laughs) which makes me laugh to me it sounds like he might have gotten picked on and i feel bad for him yeah yeah well you know these days uh It'd be great to go to any bar, but not that one. So, Tony, do we have more music on this podcast? We sure do. Who's next, Paul? Next up is Lightmare.
That song was called Chanson de Peur, which is French for Song of Fear by the six-person soul punk band Lightmare. Paul, your French was great right there. <laughs> I, I did some French in my day. We last featured Lightmare on the podcast in 2018 with the track Fool at the Farmer's Market. This song came out on Halloween. Uh, man, I wish it had come out a little bit earlier so we could have featured it on the spooky podcast that we did a little feature on. But uh, but yeah, it made total sense to put that out for Halloween. So some cool news. According to a social media post from Lightmare, this track is a single from Lightmare's upcoming sophomore album, which the band has said will be out soon. So that's exciting. I must say that Lightmare is a band that I really like. I've seen them live. They put on a really fun live show. They have a lot of great charisma, and I very much enjoy a band that is expansive in their in their lineup. They have a lot of brass and accordion, and you know, I just I love a band that goes all out. And it's 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 like it's heartwarming to not have heard of from this band in a little while. And of course, we haven't been going out to see live music and. And then they pop up with a new song and a tease for a new album. And it just makes me go, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great to see you guys again. Isn't it? <laughs> so, Paul, get this. Lightmare is actually playing a show. Yes, a show. This Saturday, November 21st at 2 p.m. With another group you should check out, Rosie Sima and What She Dreamed. The event requires the purchase of advanced tickets and you need to wear a mask. The tickets are priced on a sliding scale of $5 to $20. You decide the amount. So that show is happening at Rhizome in Tacoma, right on the border with Maryland. And Rhizome is one of my favorite places to see live music. They put on such interesting stuff. And what's what's really a bummer is that the house is going to be um, relocated and they're not going to be able to have shows there for much longer. Um, I know that the entity Rhizome wants to stay together and still be a, a space for events and art and whatnot. So I, I hope that they can channel what they've got going into a new space because I think it's it's so important to have cool spaces like that that are doing really different things. And you know, I've seen so many great shows at Rhizome over the years. And it's so great that they have like a little backyard area where, you know, when weather permits that we can have live music outside, which is about the safest way to do anything these days. I think spaces committed to bringing interesting and experimental programming are really wonderful. And I hope Rhizome is able to stay in the game in whatever capacity they can. Right on. And what's the next song on the podcast, Tony? Next, we have new music from East Ghost.
That was East Coast with a track called 10 by 20 Gardens. That is a track from their new album, Thin, which arrived in the middle of last month. So I have a bit of self-involved personal history with East Coast. I first learned about East Coast back when I was first beginning to get into the DC music 
scene in around 2012 and east coast was a band that made a big impression on me with the moody expansiveness of their songs and to be quite candid east coast was what i thought an indie rock band should sound like so i hadn't thought about east coast in a couple of years i did not know they were still around so i was thrilled to receive a band camp email letting me know about this new release from them They last appeared on this podcast in November of 2014, and they were on as early as the third ever episode of this Humble Podcast back in August of 2012. It's so cute whenever you say Humble Podcast. I know. I love it. You can pick up this album digitally on their Bandcamp for $5 and also listen to it on whatever streaming platform you choose. And I think that almost brings us to the end of this week's episode of the Hometown Sounds Podcast. Does it, Paul? It does indeed. We hope that you will follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch, all at Hometown Sounds. The website is hometownsoundsdc.com. We have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Keep sending us your music. That's right. And of course, the important thing that everybody needs to remember is to support all the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live in a safe, appropriate manner. We have one last track for you, and this is Zen Worship. Zen Worship is a six-piece band blending funk, rock, soul, and disco, drawing on classic influences such as Stevie Wonder, James Brown, Parliament Funkadelic, Shaka Khan, and The Clash. They emailed us to have their music considered for the show, and we are so glad they did. We we love this. I, I was listening to this, and I just I wanted to pick a song that just was uplifting and fun, and there is a subtle nod in the brass section of this song that I think when you hear it, hopefully it'll trigger a little fun memory for you. Uh, Starts with L is the name of this song, and it is a track from their soon-to-be-released album, Anything That Grooves, which comes out on December 11th. That album title, Anything That Grooves, pays tribute to the band's core ideal of wanting to create music in any genre that at its core is dancey, funky, and groovy. We last featured Zen Worship on this podcast back in March of 2019, with the song Robin's Calling. It's so awesome to see that they are about to put out their album. And uh, honestly, I can't wait to see this band again live. They put on such a fun show and uh, it's great. So thank you all so much for listening and supporting and continuing on our journey into DC music. Thank you, of course, to Tony. Thank you, of course, to Paul. We will see you all next time.